Oh, man, I hate Mondays. Nah, man, it's Tuesday. Wait, 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 what day is it? You know what day it is. Tuesday. Bruce Day Tuesday. Oh, fuck yeah! It's time for Bruce Day Tuesday. Brought to you by the Cellar and Six Pack Store. Here's Drez and Big Nate. Bruise day, a Tuesday, a dreary, rainy Tuesday. Kind of cool with it. If any colder, it'd be snow and no thank you. Nope, not happening. It is brought to you by the Cellar Restaurant and Six Pack Store in downtown Blacksburg, which is where, uh, yeah, I think all of these came from. This is going to be our last show of the year. In the uh, promos, you might have heard us teasing. We're doing big old stouts. And, well, also because yesterday was Christmas and uh, we did, hopefully, everybody gathered well. <laughs> I have Allagash's Gather Well, which is a bourbon barrel aged stout. It says right here on the side, rich, dark, balanced. This full-bodied and, dare we say, decadent stout is aged in bourbon barrels for notes of cocoa, vanilla, and oak. Pairs well with any gathering. So I think, and if I'm not mistaken, I want to say I've tried a different year of this in Huck's 12 Beers of Christmas. I think this yeah. might be loosely considered like a Christmas beer. I think it comes out this time of year. It says it's bottled on 824-23. So this is this year's edition. I think it is sort of their kind of a Christmas. I guess you could maybe call this a Christmas beer, but the rest of them, I don't think fall into that category. Anything is a Christmas beer if you're uh, festive enough. Right. The uh, I've got the Sierra Nevada Limited Edition Narwhal Imperial Stout, the 2022 edition. This is a uh, this is pretty special. 10.2 percent ABV, inspired by the mysterious creature that dwells in the deepest Arctic seas. Narwhal Imperial Stout is midnight black and bold with notes of baker's cocoa and dark roasted coffee. This massive Imperial Stout is incredibly complex and explores the darkest depths of malt flavor. Plus, it's got a sweet ass narwhal on the label. You gotta love a narwhal. It's it's just amazing because it just seems like such a mythical. You can imagine it's right up there with a unicorn, but it is actually it's, it's a actually creature. It's actually real. It is, and there. It's amazing that it's not extinct, given what all we're doing it's to the wild to world these days. Well, apparently they're like massive dicks, and like, I mean, most. I think they fall in the same category as like sea mammals, so like your dolphins, your your porpoises, your whales, and they're all kind of dicks. Like, I don't know if you know this about killer whales, but they will sit there and play with their food and, like, find a bunch of seals, like, on an ice platform and just launch them up into the air. Like, yeah. it's the blob at a summer camp. Mm -hmm. But uh, I've heard the same thing about narwhals. And, of course, they've got that gnarly horn. Yeah. Well, it's hard for me to think of it that way because we did watch Elf just recently. And there's the <laughs> narwhal. It's like they Bye, play buddy. the scary Hope music. You find your dad. Hope you find your dad. Actually, kind of a funny story with that. You know, I like Elf. That's one of my top probably Christmas movies. It's got to be up there. And we were planning to watch it. I guess it was Christmas Eve Eve. We plan we were like, all right, yeah, we got time. We'll, we'll finally. And BB, she's never seen it. So I go down to the basement where all my DVDs are boxed up into like Rubbermaid bins. And I go three bins down to the, you know, the C's. And I think there's some D's in that bin. And I have to move some DVDs, and then I go, and I'm looking, and it's not there. Just like oh, same no. same thing that happened with Bad Santa. But then I check the app that I have all my movies on my phone, and I just don't have Elf. Oh, no. 
So then it's like, all right, well, let's check all the streaming services. It's on like Paramount Plus or Amazon Premium, all this crap we don't have. And I'm like, damn it. And you can watch it for free. I found it, you know, on demand where there's going to be a crap ton of commercials split in. And we did that with Bad Santa and it ruined the movie. So I'm like, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. I hop on Facebook and sure enough, there was somebody in Christiansburg that was selling Elf, The Corpse Bride, Definitely Maybe, and The Ugly Truth all on Blu-ray for $5. There you go. That's a, that's a good find. So we managed to uh, plan a meetup for on Christmas Eve, <laughs> and I got it, and we got to watch it on Christmas Eve that evening. So did, did it worked out. Did Kirsty enjoy that one? That's one of my favorites too. I, I, I love. She liked John it better. Favreau. She liked better than Bad Santa. I didn't. I, for, I didn't realize that he directed it. Yeah. Until I started watching the bonus feature, or it said on the thing, and then I was watching some bonus features. If it has his name, I'll almost always like. It's always good. I love John Favreau, but uh, just know in the future I do have most of those streaming services you listed and could have given you the login, but you still need to own Elf. So yeah, I needed Elf, and so and that. it was fun watching the bonus features because yeah, you know, I'm a sucker for bonus features, and there were some good ones on. Well, they've there, started so. adding that on the uh, streaming services as well. It's like. <clears throat> particularly Disney and Paramount do it. If you go to the movie, it'll, there'll be another tab that says extras and they'll still have like the behind the scenes and stuff. Oh boy. Don't, don't so, tell uh, that to the wifey. Cause that's my excuse of why, you know, I still have all my, I, I have to keep all my DVDs. I hope she's not listening. Yeah. If you, if you, if you can find it on the streaming services, you still don't have the bonus features, but so you have a good Christmas. I what, did. What, uh, what it went down in the old Sparky household. Not, Honestly, it was it was a pretty laid back day, which was extremely nice. We uh kids got up at about eight thirty nine, went downstairs, started doing our gift thing, and and my biggest takeaway from it, and something that will stick with me forever, is my daughter is just like me. She will, she never sees like the uh, immediate good in something. There's always a catch, and she like just circumvents the logic behind it. We have a basement door to our basement. The cats were in there, so they didn't interfere with Santa doing his business. And uh, Santa had left some footprints coming in the front door to the tree and then going to where the cookies and the uh, brownies were left. There were no footprints going out. I I think the snow had just completely come off of his shoes or whatever. Uh, She would not go in the basement until I went down and checked to make sure that, like, Santa was not hanging out in the house. She was like, this is a home invasion scenario. We've got to like batten down the hatches. And it was, it, it's absolutely forever going to be one of my favorite things. It's oh, her fear funny. that Santa's like still, the call's coming from inside the house. So is she one of those ones? Did, have y'all taken them to Santa, like get the photo at the mall she or anything? She, like she's it. never met. Uh, so she does she's not just, like it. In any stretch. She doesn't do well with strangers. Like she very much so, even people she's met before, but not like regularly, like she'll take a bit to like warm up and get used to them. Well, kids are shy. That's, you know. she, I mean, she's a pure pandemic baby, but the fact that she like had, like we didn't mention, like obviously you'd think Santa comes and goes and in her brain, like, no, there's a home invader. That's funny. It was funny as hell. It kills me. And then uh, the little one, first Christmas, all good. He slept through most of it, and uh, still just sleeping through most of life. Oh yeah, so I mean far. that's 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 pretty much the gem for him. But we had a delicious dinner of a uh, New York strip, caprese Ooh. salad, oh. rolls, and uh, baked potatoes. Top that off with uh, Italian ice. 
Mm. Dinner was the, the that clutch point for me because it was just us and, and we, not a lot of presents except for the kids, which is a lot of fun to watch them open them. Evie got really excited about her rain boots that Santa got her. It's like there's all these other cool gifts, but hell yeah, go for those rain boots because they light up. Dude, sometimes that's it's the little ones that might be the real standout, and you spend all this yeah. money on whatever, and then it's just like, well, you know, if you hit it, if you hit it right, you hit it right. So, and I know that. I think you already said it on a previous show. The fish tank was the big present, right? Yeah, it, it took them a moment to compute that. They were very excited because it was a joint gift to all three kids. Lachlan, of course, slept through everything, so it didn't matter to him. But Harper and Evie, we had put half of each of their wrapping paper on there. Because instead of labeling, we just uh, individual wrapping paper. All right, that's a good way and to do it. They both opened it, and then they were like, oh, this is my side. This is my <laughs> side. I was like, yeah, but what goes in there, guys? Lachlan? No. <laughs> Fish. So, so when when are you gonna go? You gonna go later on fish today? Shopping? We're gonna do ah. some fish shopping, and uh, I'm very excited to to stock the tank with them. Because every time we go to the library, we can't even get to the books because they have a fish tank right at the front, and be standing there looking at their fish tank for like a half hour. Yeah, fish tanks are sweet. So now they so, can just do that in the living room. So that's cool. So they just go pick it. I, obviously, it's just gonna be, it's fresh water, right? So you, the salt water stuff is cool, but it's so much work. Well, that's the other thing is I want them to be able to be responsible for it. I'm not going to do a saltwater tank. I did one in high school. It's an endeavor. It's too much. It's way too much. But I'm trying to remember. It's pretty much anything. You go to PetSmart or whatever, and then is it just all's good? I mean, I guess beta fishes can't be with other beta fishes or other fishes at all. I don't know. Is there anything that you have to do some research to make sure these fish are good? You do. Beta can go with certain other types of fish. I don't really know because I've never really been in, into beta, but... Um, You're just going to ask the PetSmart people or... Oh, no, I've got a whole... There, There's an app for that, man. Oh, of course there and, is. And uh, I am going to try and point them towards Tetras or uh, um, Garami, something smaller. Because, I mean, it's not a huge tank. It's a 10-gallon tank, so you kind of got... Oh, okay. Yeah, but you'll do like a school of fish so you can have a bunch of them. And then uh, go shrimp and snails. Definitely have the snails. the shrimp. Well, and the snails, don't they kind of like they they clean clean the tank? tank, So that's that's key. My my wife was like, why don't we just get a fish that that can clean the tank? I was like, first of all, you're talking about a placostomus, and they'll grow to be massive. And if we get one of those, that's the only fish that can be in the tank. That's going to be real exciting to the kids. Yeah. He's also going to be hungry as hell. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll be fun, picking out the fish for the youngsters. I I had a hard time when we were in there getting it, like not buying everything. And they've got a hell of a deal over at oh, the yeah, pet store. Oh, yeah. Are you going to let them, like, decorate it, too? Like, get a little, uh, you know. All I got was the tank and the filter and, like, all the non-exciting stuff. So they can pick stuff, the color so can... of rocks yep. and, and, well, yeah, that's good. That'll be fun. Be a fun little adventure. Yeah, that's good. That's good. But uh, I, I did want to bring up another story. About uh, the narwhal? About the narwhal. So when you have a kid, apparently you have to have a theme. That's uh, the new trendy thing to do. When Harper was born, his theme was sharks. He's always been into sharks, so it worked out and... Any aquatic life, really. Was this was he pre or post baby shark? He was right in the smack dab middle of it. So that that okay, that maybe explains it. It, it was a pun on baby sparks. Mm, mm-hmm. So we, we thought we were being clever, but one of Cindy's aunts brought us a onesie, a, a, like a pajama sleeper, at, to the. I guess it was before the baby shower. We we just like randomly met up, and she's like. Uh, here, this is to go with your narwhal theme. <laughs> so A, and no, we didn't say anything, but thank God for Cindy's cousin who said, A, their theme is sharks. B, these are whales, not narwhals. <laughs> 
And it came full circle yesterday. We had gotten another cool, trendy new gift for to like give kids is uh, these like mystery boxes. You you open them and there's like all these like different packages inside with like different figurines and stuff. So it, you don't even know what you're getting. Yeah, you don't know what you're getting. It's actually kind of like really cool because it's. I mean, I'm someone who likes to be surprised. You're as surprised as they are. Sucker for that. Yeah. And uh, we'd gotten Harper one that was a shark. (laughs) And I didn't know he knew this, but he pulls it out of the wrapping paper and he says, it's a narwhal. I was like, no, it's it's a shark, buddy. And uh, I got to remember to call your great aunt Suzanne. He's like, no, look at it. It's a narwhal. And damned if it didn't look exactly like a narwhal because the way they had it wrapped, all you could see was the horn coming out of the top. Oh, okay. So yeah, right. It does look like a narwhal, but it's not. It's shark. Huh. Trust me. Interesting. Yeah. I'm still I'm still just amazed that they exist. It, it's. I, w- are, I would like to see are one, there but any, I don't like the Are cold. there any narwhals in captivity? Like, are there any at an aquarium that we could go check out? Because I've definitely never seen one in real life. I've, so I'm guessing probably not. I would doubt it. I feel like SeaWorld would try, but I feel like not the water. These days. You can't get away with that. SeaWorld like knows not to. The push water their they luck. have to live in is so cold that it would be hard to keep them in captivity. It's probably one of those like cost to risk ratio because we'll keep anything in captivity if we can. Well, there are polar bears in captivity, right? Do, do they need the cold? They'll like adapt because they're land mammals. They'll adapt a bit better. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's a good point. We. If Let's only go, there was a way, uh, we'll some take a way to off. find we'll something some out. Narwhals. Well, on that note, maybe we'll take a break and uh, we'll do a little research and come back with some answers. But yeah, these. we should probably untap these first. Uh, we like to use the untapped scale. Did you look at your untapped beer in review or whatever? Not yet. Yeah. Well, it's got a nice little rundown of like all your, your different styles, your check-ins, who you check in with the most. I'll have you know, you're my number two drinking buddy behind BB. So congratulations on that locations of where you checked in the most, how many breweries, all that sort of stuff. A lot of statistics. If you like statistics, you should check out your beer in review on the Untapped app, which is how we like to utilize uh, checking in our beers and keeping track of all that sort of good stuff. Drez Drinks is my handle. Big Nate Danger sitting across from me. How you feeling about that narwhal? I... And remember, this is like this year's narwhal. I'm sure. I'm. I'm assuming it will have a date. This is on 2022s. That. Oh, it's 2022s. Yeah. Okay. And I think uh, ages well. I think it ages very well. I think this is a phenomenal beer. I like narwhals. I like imperial stouts. Um, knowing full well, I mean, it's really hard for me to to have a bad stout. I've had them before. Sierra Nevada does what they do. There's a reason this is a limited edition. This this is a five. Yeah, I, I spot on the money. The the coffee's so subtle in it. It just so well balanced. Yeah, I'm intrigued to, to see if that coffee puts me off or not because if it's subtle, which is the right kind of uh, vibe that I'm looking for in a stout, it's the Imperial that's going to get me. I don't know if I even mentioned, but this Gather Well is 11%. It's uh, bourbon bourbon barrel age, which is key for me to enjoy a good stout. It's checking all the boxes. Allagash's Gather Well goes down well. I'd say it's probably a five as well. This is just a uh, fantastic beer. Now, I got a feeling this next round, I know we're aiming for all fives. This next round, one of them I got a feeling is probably going to be a five. The other one might fall a hair short. We'll see. We shall. I think I, I think I know too. We'll see. Either way, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll drink one final beer of the year. Uh, it will not be my last beer of 2023. It definitely won't be my last one. It'll be my last radio one, perhaps. So, all right, quick break, and we'll come back with more Brews Day Tuesday after this. Stick around.